Before we get started on this episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast, I wanted to give our sincere condolences to the Gray family. Becky Gray and and the whole family was so nice to us, being the very first sponsor that that um, signed on when we started this podcast, and and it was such a tremendous loss for the four guys here, the whole community of Bridgeport, and and most of all the Gray family. So our thoughts and prayers are with them, and we, along with everybody else, will miss Becky. This and every episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you by People State Bank, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Let's go white. Berkeley, Terry, Tracy, Cole, Destroy, and Stacey Moore. Neil, Keith, Sally, Sears, Evans, and the Glory Gears. Oh, Bob, Mel, Mare, the Cunningham Four. I tried not to look at the, I wasn't even looking at the computer. Christmas, happy holidays to everybody as we record another episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast, and we're going to talk about our all-time favorite Christmas songs and maybe throw in some Red Hill Christmas memories while we do it. Hope you enjoy. Thanks to our sponsors, Andrews Insurance Agency, People State Bank, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Guys, the whole crew's here. Jim, Dave, Gary, how are you guys? <laughs> Doing great, Brian. Glad to be here. They Doing say well. it's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, we'll see. Somebody does. Good so, to see all of you. Great feedback in the Doug Hardaker episode, and I'm excited about recording our. Uh, we got about two more episodes this calendar year, and I look forward to um, getting started with the yeah. other one. It's been about a month. Had a yeah. lot of good feedback on the on the Doug Hardaker episode, and and I think we talked about just how that was just great to catch up with him and and hear his stories and. And, uh, so a good way to these hit that episode, this one, and then we're going to do one more. We got a special one coming up next week. We're going to get one more in the end of the year. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun as well. Real quick update on the Bridgeport leader project. You can still donate money. You can uh, go on the Facebook page. You can find it, but you can uh, drop a donation by any of the uh, people state bank locations and just put Bridgeport leader project on it. We did get some great news. The Dick Poppy estate that left money to the Lawrence County library is going to cover a good portion of that first 20 years that we're going to get digitized. So that's great news. We're going to get, hopefully get those quickly after the short of the year, get those online or at least start the process to get them online. But there's a lot of other years to go. So please don't, you know, hesitate to, to donate the money and we'll make sure these newspapers go all the way back to what Dave, wasn't it like the thirties or yeah, yeah. I don't know if we'll get all the way back there, but, but we'll, we'll work on it and we'll do just as absolute much as we can. So we appreciate the people that have donated and anybody that wants to big shout out to people's state bank. Uh, they gave a really nice donation. Appreciate that. Um, We've had a, a, a several small donations from from people come in. Appreciate it. Um, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House made a nice donation. So thank you everybody for for doing that. We we truly truly thank appreciate you. that. So let's get started. Um, I, I think what we're going to do we're going to give our top tens, and we'll play little snippets of some of the songs and and but we'll just we'll just go around who wants to go first um we'll start our list number 10 on your list of favorite christmas songs i'll go all right go ahead Gary. my number my number 10 uh just watched the video again last night my number number 10 is last christmas by wham a classic video you need to watch it it's a really fantastic video that tells a wonderful story <laughs> yeah uh, George Michael has has lost the girl, uh, or no? Andrew has the girl, but George is looking. Okay. He, he had, but he, he had her last year. Oh, okay. Is that how it went? Yes, George had her last year. Now oh, that so. all the friends are getting back together this year, and he's missing his girl that he had last year. Let's listen to just a couple seconds. Here.
see, I didn't put it together. I mean, I know the song, but the video. So you think that George had her last year? Andrew well, took think. over. You watched you watch the video. Okay. You know exactly All right. I thought he was trying to steal her. All right. My number ten is a song that I'm going to have to play just a touch of this one because I don't know that people will know it by the just by the title. And this call it's called Christmas Baby Please Come by Darlene Love. It's from her 1963 or a 1963 Christmas album by Phil Spector. And she sang this for 28 straight years on Late Night with David Letterman, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, Darlene Love. And then uh, Jay Thomas was always on there telling his story around. Um, oh, that's I right. May, yeah. I think they may have been on the same night. With, and then, of course, the shooting the fruitcake off the Christmas tree. Like every year on Letterman, that you could count on that. On I his forgot about that. That's yes. funny. So, yeah, neither one of those songs that you guys had are in my top 10, but they were both in consideration. Top 15, 16, great songs. I love the George Michael's voice out Sting, um, especially the, yeah. eight, the mid-'80s Jordan Wham sound. Well, Chip, what's your number 10? My number 10. Everyone knows this song. It just, it yeah. after however many years, it went to number one on the Billboard charts about two or three weeks ago. It's since... Um, been knocked out of that spot by a song we might hear later. But Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. Stop rocking around the Christmas tree. Let the Christmas tree. It's really hard not to nod your head or bob nod your shoulders. Your head, tap your toes. Do whatever. Her, yeah. Tap something. I heard, her, I heard her tell a little story about this. I think she recorded this when she was 13 years old, like in 1954 or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. And she's still now performing it. But she said that the song, it was played around Christmas time, and it never really got big again until it was played in Home Alone 2. Really? Ever since, oh, Home, Alone, okay. ever since Home Alone 2, it kind of blew up again. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. All right, I'm, I'll go first on number nine. Or Dave, did you have a top, did you have a number 10? I mean, we, we discussed this before. I didn't really make a top 10 list. I'm very traditional with my Christmas music and never have really got into, like, what I considered, like, the pop. Christmas music, I guess. So if I was making a top ten, I mean, I'm going very traditional with like a Silent Night or something like that. Okay, that's fair. It could, Silent Night could appear still. We'll see. <laughs> it is shocking how the way Dave's camera is, like it's kind of above looking down on him a little bit. It is shocking how much he looks like Eli Manning on Monday night when he and Peyton do their show. Like it is like I re- I really never thought I I thought I was talking before, to Eli Manning. So. I can see it. All right, uh, number nine, I'll go ahead and say mine because we don't need to play this because you've heard it 74 times this week. It's All I Want for Christmas by uh, Mariah Carey, released in 1994. I have a very, very contemporary top ten, so that's the way mine will head. Um, Gary, what's yours? Well, I'm going to go with um, this artist, Andy Williams. You're going to hear him later in my top ten, but I'm going with It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. But Andy Williams is my number nine. You're a big Andy Williams guy, aren't you? I I seem the last that several Christmas years anyway. to become a big Andy Williams fan one month out of the year. And the Williams brothers, which I didn't even know there was a Williams brothers group. Gary's into them as well. Well, for those of you who have YouTube, go search the Williams brothers and the Osmond brothers. You're going to see a fantastic little snippet of their show. And uh, little Donnie Osmond's about eight years old. And uh, the Williams brothers are all dressed monochromatically. It's a very interesting little clip. Gary, I think your list changed from when you sent it to me. It has changed. I'm sorry. Because I, I, <laughs> I had a song that. queued up, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did I skip yeah, Gary on number my, 10? My bottom three has now changed a bit. <laughs> okay. All right, Chip, you're number nine. My number nine. If you haven't heard this one, go track it down. It's a very traditional. I think it was originally written in the 1500s in Germany. 1599, I believe, is what I read on Wikipedia. Wow. I wasn't aware. So, yeah, Dave, you like traditional. I mean, you're not going to get much older than this one. What, wait, what year did you say? 1599. Chip has a song in his countdown from 1599. Um, It's called Low, How a Rose Air Blooming. And I wasn't aware of this song until probably five or six years ago. 
we had someone singing at church on Christmas Eve, and he kind of gave the background and probably talked about 1599 and everything, and then sang the song, and I was blown away. I immediately downloaded it. I listened to, there's a lot of great versions out there. I listened to the Sufjan Stevens version. Um, so it's low, howl rose, they're blooming, and I just think it's beautiful. Our choir in church sang it two weeks ago. I was like, I hadn't heard it in church for, you know, since uh, Jeff had sang it six years ago. So well, let's hear, let's hear a little bit. Yeah, of it. play it on yeah, the show. I want to hear it. Tender stem hath sprung of Jesse's lineage come. See, now I would have put this somewhere in the mid-1600s. Yeah. <laughs> Those are... Is now did Brian Adams remake that? I'm not sure. <laughs> he yeah he he may have I don't know but um, yeah so highly recommend if it's your first time hearing it. There's some you know great choir performances on YouTube. I mean you you're gonna get hundreds of performances when you when you search it up. But yeah, yeah kind yeah. of a surprise maybe a surprise in my top. And I didn't have it in there at first. I said well I've only been listening to this song for a a, a few years. But then I was like. But when I hear it, it's like probably I get more as excited as and that's yeah. Nine might be too low because it, it's probably like my current like number two or number three. But I put a little bit of historical value in it too, right. so it's not quite ready to move up to the top. That's uh, then that's the main thing about these songs. They may not be the best songs in the whole world, or they may be whatever. But it's what they mean to you. So uh, I'll go ahead and just announce my number eight, and that is "Wonderful Christmas Time." by Paul McCartney, a song that we all hear uh, quite a bit. And and uh, that was a song that we heard a lot when I was in high school, especially, which a lot of my songs are kind of rooted in that era. So um, number eight for me is Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Gary. And, 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 oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and Brian, I love that. It's a great choice. It just outside my top ten. No, no song other than another one that's coming up on my list. Maybe take me back to '96 WSTO driving around oh, with wow. Christmas lights. I mean, STO played that song like crazy. Probably, maybe they still play it. I don't know. I know their playlists have changed a little bit, but yeah, great, great choice there. My number eight. I'm going with the Ronettes, and Sleigh Ride is my number eight. And they, they hear about this a little bit. Yes, this, yes, this the sound. Ring, Great, great Phil Spector, Wall of Sound, Sound. Okay. It's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one. Good song. Thanks, yeah. Dave. <laughs> I, I tell you, the listeners at home, try to make your top 10 Christmas songs. It's not easy. Post them on the I Facebook ri- page. Yeah. Yeah. And I originally had, when I just jotted it down, I had this at number three on a post-it note on my desk. I had it as my number three. It ended up sliding down to 11 by the time I was done. Mm. And um, that shows how many great choices there are. I love that song. I absolutely love Ronnie's voice. So I was late on the Ronnie Spectre game. I didn't know who she was until Take Me Home Tonight. So I kind of went backwards on the career, but um, just love her voice. It, It was only just not, it wasn't embarrassingly not that long ago that I realized he said, just like Ronnie sang, like Ronnie said, uh, you, Ronnie. I heard you say that one time and I'm like, I didn't know that's what he said there. That's anyway, I should have, yep. but I didn't. All right. Next. Uh, I think it's chips turn for uh number. We need my number eight. Number right now. eight. Yes. Okay. I'm going back to church again. When I think of Christmas church is a church. big part of that, um, whether it be first Christian church in Lawrenceville, first Christian church in Bloomington. And this takes me back to both of them. Um, at the Christmas Eve service, both of my churches I've gone to, um, sing a solo of Oh Holy Night. Um, so Oh Holy Night, number eight, anybody's version. I put down John Barry's cause well, that's the one, that's get, one on my list, but I can go anybody. I can I go got, Eloise Piper I, at church. I can go Don Mahana <laughs> at my church in Bloomington. <laughs> the song is great. Well, it's I got John Barry solo. right now. I'm going to reserve my comments for later. Yeah, I was going to say, we okay. might hear this later. All right. Uh, that was eight. Number seven. Who wants to go? Uh, Gary, give us your number I'll seven. Go. My number seven, this is really, it's a new song to me. 
this year where I heard it the other evening. My wife was in a store and it came on the radio and I'm like, holy cow, I love this. And it's Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. Was this the one you and played at your one? house last night? And you, it was really loud in my house. We had a little birthday. My son's turning 16. There was a birthday party. It was loud. Brian hated it. But it's it's one of those songs that just starts slow and it just keeps building on, on itself. And it keeps getting better and better. So Jackson 5 do a great version of it, too. If Michael sang the entire song, I probably would have had that instead. But Stevie Wonder was the original singer of it, 1967. There's a new video a few years ago that came out with him and a, a, a singer by the name of Andra Day that I'm really into that one right now. So... Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder is my number seven. I had I don't think I've ever heard the song. I have never in my life heard that song. It's really did written, not play this. No. It really has a lot of like tones about Basically, boys are playing with bombs instead of toys because Vietnam, and it's got a lot of those undertones. So it's a very serious undertone, but awesome. So I just love the way it keeps building. All right, I'll, I'll give mine real quick. Uh, I'm not going to play it because, we've again, we've heard this a lot, um, but uh, it was originally released in 1973. It was written by Elton John and Bernie Taupin, Step Into Christmas. I l- absolutely love that song. And uh, again, they were going for that Phil Spector wall of sound, sound. And uh, one good thing about Step Into Christmas that people may not know, Kiki D, who is Elton John's partner on um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, was actually an uncredited backup singer on that song. So, Yeah, I didn't oh, know wow. that till right now either. Um, yeah, a song I don't think of when I think of great Christmas songs, but every time I hear it, it makes me happy. I agree. Um, that's, that's the power of music right there. Yes, it is. Uh, Chip Jamerson, your number seven song for well, Christmas. There's two songs I think of with 96 WS. Yes. So one of them was the Paul McCartney song, <laughs> and this one is the boss, Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I love it. I love the parts at the beginning before they really kick it in where they're just have uh, where they're just kind of talking. He asked the East Street Band, have you all guys – have you been practicing real hard? So yeah, Santa Claus will come to, when he asked um, Clarence. Clarence if he's been practicing, so you get a new saxophone this year. <laughs> I love it. What a song! Uh, are you playing a little bit of this song? I'm going now? to right. I'm gonna sit back, sit back, and enjoy. I'm going to right now. You guys all been good and practicing real hard. Yeah, Clarence, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good. So we, we, when we were kids, high school, like you say, listen to this on STO. I don't, it didn't feel like there was as many pop songs. Like it was this, like you said, Paul McCartney. Like I don't even, like they didn't play Step Into Christmas. I don't think. No, I don't remember that. Or even a little bit, maybe the John Lennon song yeah, but maybe a little bit but of that those two well, like this played yeah. every t- well in melon camp that plate got played a lot yeah once that that album was released like in 87 or so maybe so once that there was a couple songs off that that they would play but they well, just back back they, those, they didn't play christmas music like all day there's like local like fm right. and am yeah. they play it all day and of course with youtube and Apple Music and all those different things you can Yeah, use. STO to play like three hits and then throw in a Christmas song. Then yeah. like three or four songs and a Christmas song. Yeah. Chip, you let's give you uh now. let's give you two in a row. Let's hear Chip Jamerson's number six. We're going traditional. I didn't look up what year uh it was written, but it's old, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Bing Crosby. He's one of those kind of like Andy Williams. You can't go wrong with Bing Crosby at Christmas time. Um and it's the instrumentals. You hear the instrumental a lot. The lyrics are great, too. Good King Winsless is my number six. There was a time a few years ago I was saying good, my favorite Christmas song. Good choice. Good, choice. good call. Let's hear, let's, good hear, let's hear Bing. Brightly shone the moon that night, though the frost was cruel. The melody. Oh. Like, wasn't, I, I think there's a story, and again, I don't want to crap all over your good story here. I think Bing Crosby was a huge butthole. Like a really mean individual. He may have been, but he, but yeah, um, he was able to turn it on when, it, when, when the lights when came on the studio and produ- him produce some Christmas classics. Uh, 
Gary, let's hear your number six. My number six has also got Bean Crosby involved. Oh, <laughs> the mine's going back, uh, back in the like probably the late seventies. It was Bean Crosby and David Bowie when they mm. met Little Drummer Boy. I love that. I love watching that video. Um, One of my best I'll, Christmas memories. And I, and I think also for the the maybe some of the younger people, if you ever want to go watch YouTube, watch the version with a. Uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, they like literally do it exactly. You almost have to watch the ori- <laughs> you have to watch the original first because yes, they yes. play it gets a little crazy at the end, but they play it like a hundred percent straight. And, it, and down, down to the close. Which makes it even funnier. Yeah. So for everyone out there, watch the original being and the David Bowie, then go watch John C. Riley and Will Ferrell do it. Um, yeah, VH1 would play this video a lot. Yes. Let's hear while we're moving along here. We'll talk about our great sponsors, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, People's State Bank, and of course, Andrew's Insurance Industry. Go see Juice and, and T Bone for all your insurance needs. Is there a Red Hill memory of Christmas that, that someone has they'd like to share? So we're thinking like school. I mean, of course, we're obviously we're not in at Christmas, but we would go up pretty close to it. I'm going to start at the high school, and I, and I can kind of work my way down. I've got a few memories, um, not as many as I thought I would. I wish I would brought a yearbook with me to thumb through some maybe pictures that would jog some memories. But at least my first two years, I don't remember my junior and senior year doing this, so Gary may have not been exposed to this. David would have for one year. Uh, the door decorating competition yeah. that you would have. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Your fourth, I think it was your, yeah. four, it was your fourth hour classes, whatever class you had right before lunch would be your class that would make the door. My freshman year, I was in Mr. Hamill's class, and we did uh, a gram. I think that was the class we did. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. We had like legs like sticking out, like <laughs> off. so it was like three dimensional. It was like sticking out into the hallway. I can't remember how we did. It wasn't we didn't do great in the competition, but I was impressed with our work. My sophomore year, we did a. It was when the California raisins. Heard it through the grapevine was popular. Uh, I remember um, that door. Yeah, I, haven't thought about, I haven't thought about this probably <laughs> since 1988. That was Mrs. <laughs> that, well, that door, I was in that I was in that uh, speech or composition class with Mrs. McMillan that uh, made that door. It, it, I think it's featured in a yearbook, so maybe that's why it, that, yeah. that might be kind of in your what mind in a little bit. What in the uh, world did uh, Mrs. Beatty's Spanish class uh, <laughs> come up with uh, come up with that year? I have no yeah, idea. I, so did we do those when you were there, Gary? Because I only remember I'm doing not, it twice. I feel like maybe my memory is just from a, from yearbooks. I don't yeah, think I remember doing that. So yeah, we California Raisins closed it out then on that uh, oh, tradition. Wow. So when I, when I guess I think, that's a Red Hill tradition I thought of. When I think, uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of memories. There's two things that come to mind for me. Now, one of them involves all of you guys, but going down to Nashville, Tennessee on Christmas oh, Day. Oh, good call. Awesome. To the, to the IOCC National Championships and watch our yeah. amazing cheerleaders. That's something that yeah. we did three years in a row. Four, I, I, went, don't know how. Yeah. I went three out of four years in high school. And that one was year, just, one year with you guys, a couple years with the Putneys. Yeah, I think I went three times. Yeah. We still we had a national champion. We had male cheerleader of the year, Troy Moore, our junior high team won. Yeah. High school team got second one of those years. So it was a, that was an awesome memory. My other one's a snowball dance. And I didn't know if snowball dance was before or after Christmas. Way before Christmas. Like, was it before? December, like, yeah, early December. December yeah. I'm going to share this anyway because it was kind of, you know, it was decorated yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas themed. Yeah. The only memory I have from one of those dances is that I was sitting at a table with friends of the show, Ronnie Collison and Jody Lawson Collison. They love the show. They guys, they broke up during the dance. Jody oh threw the Jody oh threw Ronnie's class ring, and uh, but obviously, I think what a, all, all what, a, all, what a lovely all memory. Well. Yeah, I think yeah. all is well now, but that's a memory I have from the snowball dance in probably what nineteen ninety one, probably. Okay. I would yeah, and those, go ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to say my yet. my number one memory is is the great years that that we, m- me and and lots of my friends. That if I'll leave somebody out, if I start naming them, but um, in in right, Mister Climber's chorus that we you know we worked and did those worked those songs and you know sung them at all the other schools and and other functions around town, and then of course put on the. Uh, Christmas program, but I, and I don't know if they still do this. I hope they do. It'd be cool if they did. But Mr. Clymer would always invite all of the past chorus members to come out of the 
audience oh, wow, come up cool. on with the chorus and sing the hallelujah chorus. And it was just, it was incredible. I mean, you know, cause they still knew how to sing it. They remembered their parts. And so they would intertwine in with everybody in the sopranos and the altos. And, and it was just a really cool moment. And, and that hallelujah chorus with that sound, you know, was, was incredible. So that's, that's, cool. that's my, probably my best Red Hill memory. I don't think I've ever been to a high school Christmas music concert. I feel bad at saying that. I've been to a lot of elementary concerts, which I can talk about in a little bit, but, um, well, not a lot, the ones I was in. And I, I wish I would have seen that. I don't think I would have appreciated it that age. Like I would now, but and you know what? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, it was, it was really cool. So I look back on that. I'm so disappointed though. I didn't go to more stuff. That's one of those things you kind of kick yourself now mm-hmm. that, I didn't go to more wrestling meets or more yeah. of the girls' basketball games. And just, yeah, I don't you look back yeah. and wish yeah. you would have went to more things like that. And and you know what, kids? The ones that are listening now, go to the games. I'm I'm looking at yes. pictures on online, and I'm not going to belabor yeah. this. Not <laughs> only kids, everybody go to the games. Like, go. It, there's listeners, nobody there. Listeners, if you're near Lawrence, if you're in the Lawrence County area, Get out there and support those guys and girls, both teams. Um, I know the guys got another win last night. They're six and seven. Girls got to a great start yeah. this season. They've had a little tougher schedule lately, but let's try to fill that gym again. On especially those, I mean, I know Mount Carmel's not coming to town on a Friday night like they used to. The schedule's different, but yeah, um, we got old school people coaching the team. Let's let get out there and support the Red Hill Salukis. Great, yep. great uh, plug, Brian. So yeah, so my number six. Let's get back to the list. My number six was released in 1970. I had no idea. I th- honestly thought this was a newer song. It's by mm-hmm. Donny Hathaway, and it's called "This Christmas." I thought this was a new song. Well, I wouldn't say new. I thought it was within the last 15 years or so. 1973 that was recorded. Yeah, it sounds current. I, oh, I'm sorry, 19, that a 1970. 1970, yeah. It seems like some of the 90s or 2000s, and I'm shocked that it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I looked up a picture. Old. I looked up a picture of Donny Hathaway. I thought he was going to look like Buble or, you know, some yeah. young guy. No, yeah. So from St. Louis, he was a uh, St. Louis uh, soul legend. They called him. So it's yeah. been remade several times. John Legend, Mary yeah. J. Blige, The Temptations, Christina Aguilera, Ninety Eight Degrees. So yeah, that's a song that I didn't realize had been around that long. All right, uh, let's go to number fives. If anybody wants to jump in, uh, Gary, why don't we? Uh, like quick, it's already been said. Yeah. That Santa Claus is coming to town. For all okay. the same reasons that Chip uh, Chip said, Bruce Springsteen, I love it the very end too, and Bruce even chuckles during. I think it was recorded at a live concert. Yeah, it looks like it yeah, was. I just saw the video last night, but I think uh, yeah. So that's my number five. All right, uh, Chip, your number five. Yeah, I'm going. It's a more of a contemporary, I guess, type artist, but it's a very traditional song that you hear at church and hear all over the radio. Uh, we Three Kings of Orient Art. I love the Beach Boys version. I love Brian Wilson's interpretation of this Christmas classic. I love how slow it is. Star of mine, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. When great their song. voices all come in together right there, yeah, that's cool, goosebumps yeah. right there. Sang that in fifth grade music with Mr. Miller, with J.I. Westall at my side, and Carrie. You guys want to? You guys want to? I was gonna say we, we've talked about that on uh, some shows before. You Heck your yeah. duets. And let, let's not get bogged down on that again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number fours, uh, Gary. Looks like we've already talked about yours. Yes, uh, Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Love watching the video. Watched it a few times this year. So, yeah, that's my number four. All right. And as I peek at your list here, Chip, go ahead. And your number <laughs> All four. Right. There's a, I even put two renditions down. Brian's probably going to go with my first one. It's I got this eight track in third grade. And it's and it's still and then I would talk like when I started teaching at Athens in the mid nineties, I would tell like people how much I loved this Christmas album from when I was a kid. I had a teacher by the 
CD for me. Oh. We would have been the CDs then. It's the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas. Um, I mean, there I know there's songs the Muppets are singing, and it's but it's good. And there's my favorite from that. John has an original, or I think it, it, at least it seems like an original. It's probably something from long ago. But I went with Twelve Days of Christmas, John Denver and the Muppets, and I also like the Straight No Chaser version where they go in and they go into Africa part and they start singing it like Africa by Toto yeah. partway through it. Saw Straight No Chaser last month in concert. That was very good as well. But Twelve Days of Christmas, and I love Miss Piggy on the fifth day. She does the fifth day and the. Near the end. So Brian's gonna probably gonna play a little bit of it here. Uh, Twelve days. Play it right now. Seven swans are swimming. Six easily. This <laughs> pig. Four calling birds. Three French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear. Listen, you gotta be really tired of gifts when you get done and you've had five straight days of birds or four straight days of birds given to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I used to play that eight track in my bedroom. I'd run layup lines in my bedroom. <laughs> on Nerf Hoop, and, I, and I would play several songs from that album, but this one comes to mind. I would act like I was Steve Potts or Chuck Rousey or Berkeley <laughs> Carey in my bedroom going up for layups and pregame warmups with that. Blaring through the through the speakers, so great memories of that song. And I still, I don't have a lot of like Christmas albums where I listen to them from front to back. It's just like I have several singles that I like. That's like my number one album. Every song on it's good. Go go download or just, you just listen to it. It's great. All right, my number four is, or actually, I didn't get my number five. It's um, I, I'm just gonna skip my number five. It's gonna come up later. I know. Uh, my number four. Is by John Lennon, Plastic Ono Band. Happy Christmas, War is Over. Very few songs make me feel Christmassy like like this one. And so happy Christmas. I always liked that he said Happy Christmas. Just no one else yeah. said that. No one said that. All right, number four. Um, let's see. Did we everybody give? Yeah. So you guys are ready for number three, whoever wants to go. Gotcha. All right. My number three, I'm going to switch holidays a little bit on. Oh, mine's wow. more of a hot, mine's a holiday Christmas list. Not necessarily a Christmas top 10. It's a holiday top 10. Um, I, I first heard, it, I think in 96, I was driving to school one morning. I lived in Springfield. I worked about 12 miles North in Athens. Um, we this got obsessed with this song. I got obsessed with it. I still, if once I listen to it every year, I get obsessed again. I was cracking up at the stoplight. Uh, I remember when it first came on, I was the my number three song is the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was allowed. I didn't know. I would have heard this one. I would, didn't know if it was allowed. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, you need to make your own rules on, on, on this, but um, for. I, for all the what's that? What's he say at the beginning? For all the nice little uh, Jewish boys and girls, or something, they, they needed. There's not a lot of uh, Hanukkah songs out there, so Adam made it, and surely you've all listened, heard it, but maybe some of you haven't. Let's Go play a couple. It. Yeah. Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge. We got obsessed with this song for a while. All three Stooges. I mean, it became, we used to go to the Cubs convention every year. And I mean, this was a convention song. Yeah. Yeah. There's like four, there's like four songs from that album. They're all hilarious. They're all good. And, um, um, yeah. So definitely one of my favorites of the hot during the holidays. Uh, season. The owner of the Seattle super Sonicus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He had to ride it out. Um, I haven't heard that this year yet. No, I haven't either. Yeah. And, and I love Adam Sandler's song. I love that when he's singing, he's making himself giggle. Yeah. Like, he, he, he makes himself. I love. I just think that's I, a great little Adam Sandler comedy piece. I just make himself laugh. Yeah, I just watched the original one because it started on Weekend Update. He did a little thing with his guitar yeah. or whatever, and uh, it, it it sounds much different than what that normal version that you hear, but uh, it really, really funny stuff. And then like the second version he made is good. I like it yeah. where he added more people, but it's, yeah, no, it doesn't right. touch yeah, the original. Right. 
Well, my number three is my newest song in my countdown. Um, it came out in 2013 and, again, rose to the top. I absolutely love this song, even though I only listened to it for about two weeks of the year. And this is by um, a girl I think you all are familiar with named Kelly Clarkson. Again, that Phil Spector wall of sound type treatment. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that was your number three. Good song, I was but too, I was surprised yeah. it was that no. high on your list. I but. love it. I love it. My, my number three is a classic. You see okay. my, my hat here. Oh, my... wow. I wasn't ready well, my, for my... I wasn't ready for like props. <laughs> Well, this happened frosty? to be in yeah, it's frosty. <laughs> okay. So I'm going. Uh, my number three is because it's the Ronettes again because I love that sound. Oh, okay. I love the Ronettes. We, I think we've said Phil Spector more than anything. Today. <laughs> I I but, didn't really <laughs> ever think about Phil Spector being such a part of cri- my Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but this is a song when Gavin was little. He loved that old classic yes. Frosty the Snowman on TV. So and he would crack up in certain parts, and you know he's grown up now, so it makes you feel very nostalgic. But the Ronettes, Frosty the Snowman, classic okay. number three. I just love that Ronnie Spector voice. Oh, that voice! And um, it's too bad Phil Spector is such an awful human being. Yeah, him and Bing Crosby. <laughs> that yeah, we can't really appreciate Phil Spector. Like I mean, because he's a he's I mean he's like he's way 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 up there at the top when you're talking like rock rock and roll whatever you know, pop but music. The only argument to that, other than being a murderer, is <laughs> while he produced some amazing music, no question. He is is he kind of a one trick pony though with that wall of sound thing. I think it, there's a lot of different it, tricks from that. Good, well, good, yeah, there's a lot of tricks. If, it, if it's one trick, it's a good trick, though. Yeah, it's a good trick. All right. Um, I will throw in on Frosty. I mean, I again, I go traditional route, but probably in my top three would be just like the Frosty the Snowman version from the old cartoon. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's that Burl Ives, Ives, right? Yeah, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Big. yeah, he's yeah. big at Christmas time. Yeah, he's from up around Charleston, Illinois, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah, little yeah. town went to went yeah. to EIU. Actually, yeah, just, just right north of thirty three. When you yeah. turn yeah. to Casey. Yep, yep. So, the home of Burl Ives. Yeah, what is the name of that? Off the top of my head, I can't think of it. I wish I, I could think of it right now. Oh. Driven through it a hundred times. So well, we're talking here. Somebody's going to look it's it up. Something for us, Hill, so. isn't it? Um, yeah, you're thinking of. Yeah, that's not it. Okay. Think. All right, uh, Frosty the Snowman, if you will, um, Gary. Go, I skipped this song because it was in my list, but I know you had it uh, ranked real high. Um, your number two song, if you want to talk about that, and I'll pull it up. Well, it, it, it's Andy Williams again, and it's uh, it's Happy Holiday slash The Holiday Season is my number two during this time of the year. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. Here's my favorite part coming up, but I gotta play it. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back. That's later. And lots of good is for you and for me, so leave a peppermint stick. For old Saint Nick, okay, here it comes. on the Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. Right here. Season. So hoop de doo and dickery dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock. Exactly <laughs> hoop de doo and dickery dock. Hey, Burl Ives was born in Hunt City. Hunt City, that's, that's right. One. Never would have Incorporated town in Jasper County, Illinois. Never would have said that. Okay, number two on Charles Lynn Jamerson's list. Well, Brian, I'm going to tell you. Um, yeah, you want, I'll go. Let me go ahead and go. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, ahead go ahead. Go. We'll just say this is my number one. So, okay. So my number two. I first heard it in December of 1984, and this was when I was really getting into the charts and pop music and all these big stars from like Duran, Culture Club, The Police, uh, all Genesis. coming to get. 
yeah, Genesis, all coming together. Um, I'd never seen anything like this before. This was before USA for Africa. Uh, there, so you, you know where I'm going with this now. This was a group put together by Bob Geldof, and Brian's got some more facts that he can share also. But it's Band-Aid to raise money for Ethiopia, mm-hmm. um, feed, feed the Hungry. Um, and, of course, it's Do They Know It's Christmas and has definitely outlasted We Are The World. This is still a very popular song today, at least every December it is. Um, yeah, my number two, formerly my number one, Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas. At Christmas time, it's hard, but when you're having fun, there's no world outside your window, and it's a world of dread and fear, where the only water flowing. We, uh, we, we this is a tradition in the Emmons this, I was just to say, yeah, go ahead, Gary. This is part of a new <laughs> three-year tradition that we'll probably yeah, live be, on for I, a while. Yeah, I think this will be year three, but we now, when we when we get together on either we're getting together on December 23rd this year or Christmas Eve, we now start doing Christmas karaoke songs. Well, a lot of these songs you in these top tens, we're going to be probably singing those, but the first song that always leads us off, <laughs> and we all have our own parts, is Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas. Gary, so you it's, get, Gary leads off with that first part. It's Christmas time. <laughs> usually it's big laughs from the room. When I'm Paul, Paul usually, Young start off, I think. Paul yeah. Young, yeah. We I usually have to do it like too. 10 times because everybody starts cracking up when Gary does yeah. that. Then Kirsten comes in. Then I take the boy George part. Yeah, but, when, when George Michael comes in, that's where I get the goosebumps for the first time. I like it up until George Michael, but then it's like, okay, it's on once he gets it. Well, once he joins. I, and and this song obviously the lot there you know the line of that Bono sings be glad it's them and not you I mean right, yeah. that didn't age great but it's a it's a it's a song that makes me feel really good at Christmas time and yeah, this was uh, it was recorded in a single day at Sarm West Studios in Notting Notting Hill London in November of nineteen. 19- 84 so yeah if you go on youtube you can watch the making of the video the making you can watch them all come in banana the girls from bananarama had a long night the night before i don't think they had slept beforehand so uh you can see them kind of um struggling getting in there and um but it's a it's good video good song the entire spandau ballet band was there big country um you mentioned geldoff and the boomtown rats um so yeah Pretty cool. Good song. All right, so that's my number one. Um, so we've got your two number ones. Who wants to go first? I'll go ahead. I'll let Chip end it off. My number one is a classic. Now, over the years, I think just about every artist that's made a Christmas album has sang this song. You got Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood. You got Josh Groban has a great version. Uh, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra's mm. version is awesome too. But in 1992, I got a, it was called a, a Very Special Christmas Volume Two, and that's when I'm starting to drive a, drive a vehicle and drive a car for the first time. I got this tape, and I put it in there. And there was a young kid by the name of Tevin Campbell that sings Oh Holy Night, and it's been my number one since 1992. I love this version by 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 Ted. Hey. I think I think he was only 14 or 15 at the time when he sang this song, but I love it. Bring it, love the song. For yonder rings a new and glorious morn. Tevin have did he have many hits? I really don't know. He had round and round. And yeah, I knew there was one. He had one more decent hit. I know yeah. in our tournaments he's had two songs in the tournament. I can't remember the '92 song that he had, but uh, yeah, two pretty big hits. But. All right, uh, we're down. I, I talked about earlier. I love that song. Before Chip cool. gives his number one, I uh, one more Christmas memory at Red Hill that I have. Uh, senior year advanced comp, and there's a picture of Neil and I down below that someone took from up above. Um, we. The, Mr. Hamill and everybody decided we wanted to decorate a Christmas tree in his room, and but then we couldn't we couldn't figure out how to. I guess they wouldn't let us bring it up through the school. 
I forgot about this story until right now. I remember this. Was so, because I guess they didn't want needles all through it. I guess I don't know why else you you know. I, I, no one thought of wrapping it in the sheet, or we didn't have one, whatever. So we threw a rope. <laughs> I know Carrie, Bobby, Maddle, um, Cindy Brown, Jamie Gray, Neil, and I all a bunch of people had a hand in this. <laughs> Angie Cooper, Chris Heath tied a rope around the tree. And yeah. brought it up the front of the school. You know the entrance I'm talking I know about. Where we're at, yeah. <laughs> right there in the middle. And and brought it up and pulled that tree through the window, which I'm sure <laughs> caused a lot bigger mess than yeah. walking yeah. it through. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's a really funny memory. And I and I can do a couple other memories before I, I one thing I didn't I I gotta talk about elementary school. Of course, the Christmas programs. Yeah. I talk about junior pro getting to play on the court at Red Hill, how great that was. We actually got to do our Christmas concerts at least some of the years on the Red Hill High School court because, of course, we went to seed school. There was no gym or auditorium or anything for families to come watch. So uh, getting to be on that Red Hill court for those, that was great. And uh, I always liked the Christmas parties that we would have in our classroom, the treats, the grab bags. You would draw the way we would do it. You would draw someone's. We had different ways to do it. Everybody bring a gift, or you draw a name. But usually, like put like a seven on. If you drew number seven, that's the gift you got. Yeah. Um, I was always so excited for that gift every year. Probably, I mean, I know you should be thankful for it, but I think I just had in my mind that every gift is like Santa Claus level gift. It's right. like <laughs> the gifts usually, I mean, we we're only supposed to spend five dollars at the most or whatever. At that time it was probably like three bucks or so two or three dollars. <laughs> so it was it was great getting to open a gift, but yeah. um yeah, it wasn't an Atari or anything like that. Or even a gate or even a gate, a cartridge for it. But um, so I loved those christmas parties every up through we did those up through sixth grade and well uh, talking about el- about- i was just saying talking about elementary stuff seed yeah. school is one of my favorite memories and i don't know if you did it when you guys were there but everybody you know you had music class where everybody had their own songs each grade and everybody would come into that foyer there on the first grade floor and mm-hmm. so you would have the entire school like sitting on oh, yeah. sitting on the steps going up going down crowded around you know and you've just got that little area there and everybody sang their christmas songs mm-hmm. yep yep i remember was- doing that um yeah it seems like i was gonna say something else but and one other thing just you know to get some red hill basketball in here the elder i saw somebody post the 1973 el dorado bracket el dorado tournament bracket on a website a facebook page i follow um and that was the first year of Red Hill High School. So we used to go to the El Dorado Tournament every year, which is still a very big, like, it's, you know, considered one of the, you know, the oldest and most traditional Christmas tournaments. I wish we wouldn't yep. have got out of that in the mid-80s. But uh, we actually won our first round game in 1973 against Norris City. We won 106 to 78. Oh, my. Oh, this Running gun. First wow. year of consolidation. <laughs> this team's loaded. I mean, we we put, looks like, seven guys in double figures. Um a Doug, Doug, Doug Hardacre, 21, friend of the show. Uh, Chris Black, 19. I, I know he had some big games. I've learned more about him as we've done this podcast. Doug talked about him a lot. Uh, what was it? Jim Buchanan, was that the Buchanan you referred to? Uh, I um, think so. 10 points. Uh, Jones, is that Bruce Jones with 10? Um, uh, John Christie with 12. Um, wow. Parrot with 16. Not sure which Parrot that is. And then uh, the young uh, young Mark McAdow came off the bench with 10. So, and then we it was it was only two. If you lost, you were out in the second. You know, you were allowed two games, and we lost the next night. But Chris Black poured in 30. The next night in our loss to El Dorado is re-eliminated. So there's some Red Hill El Dorado holiday tournament. Hey, Coach Havel, let's get back in that tournament like it was in the 70s and the early 80s. I wish so much. I made the call on on at the request of the Bar Eve uh, women and, and men's basketball coach uh, to try to get Red Hill to come over. Actually, now it's been a year ago that I called, but in two days, Bar Reeves having a one day shootout, and they invited Red Hill. But of course, it was kind of late notice, and they couldn't couldn't come. But that would have been so awesome to have Red Hill come over here and and play at Bar Reeve. Yeah, so hopefully, eventually, if this keeps, I'm sure it's going to become a tradition to get two openings on their schedule. Keep those open for. That bar ring yeah. shootout gets and, two and, games and we're gonna. I'm going to make that call to Dave Crooks and tell him that sometime if he's got a 
got a conflict and especially on a weekend and, and his guy can't do the red Hill games that we'll step in and do it for free. Cause yeah, uh, I, I, I would love to have... do it this year. So I think it's just kind of whoever can do it. So I don't think we'd have a problem getting on the list. <laughs> I'd love to do that. The four of us do play by play on a game. Uh, okay. Now we're down to one song left and that is for my number that's one chips. Everybody is. has waited <laughs> all this time. And speaking of build up, as we talk about Red Hill basketball, I know you don't want to announce it yet, but you may have some news coming up soon about a guest on the show. Mm, yes. I don't think he wants, to, I think he's gone silent. He doesn't want to even tempt himself to give it away. Or he doesn't want to jinx it. I don't know. I guest on the show. Do I know? Do I know this? <laughs> yes. Your people reached out Your to his people. people. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it was such big news that Chip forgot. I have mentioned this person on the show, and I'm we've been working with, Many his, times. with his group. Yep, he's been mentioned on the show tonight with the Muppets music. Um, so, yeah, we hope we can get that soon. So, that'd be, I would. I put Chip not, on the spot I mean, there. That would be like, I mean, that's. You know, I, I don't need to beat pro athlete. I don't need to have them on the show. This is who I want more than anybody. So, um, yes, but thank you, Brian. Yeah. I had so much Christmas stuff on my mind. I, <laughs> yeah, I threw you. I, I, I threw him for a loop there. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Uh, number one on okay. the son of Lynn and Mary, who is the biggest list maker that I know, the biggest music fan that I know. That likes to count backwards on songs, Man. building up to number one, and he finally does it. Here we go. In this list, I put a lot. I, I sent Brian several different. Several I kept changing lists. my list here, so I hesitated putting this on. I've never put it on. I've never. I didn't even have it on my playlist. I had it on other playlists, but not my favorite Christmas song playlist. Interesting. And I finally said. If you go, if you do some searches, look over in UK and Ireland, and they do list best Christmas songs, it's always number one or number two. And Christmas songs are huge over there. I mean, we've had some artists from that part of the world on our uh, countdown today. If everybody else can consider this a Christmas song, because they talk about Christmas a lot in it, no. I just consider it a great rock and roll song from the 80s, a great mm. 80s song. I'm going to start considering that. And it's Far, if I'm going to do that, it's far and away my number one song. I now, is this like when people say that Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Like, is this that kind of deal? I don't think it's as controversial. That I think it's more just controversial in my mind because I thought it was just like a, a you know a great song. But in in Ireland and in the UK, and it's, it's not like, a Christmas movie. This is it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. You say Die Hard's not a Christmas yeah, it's movie. Not, it's, it's not. It's not. It's a. It it's a Christmas movie that out. happens to happen around Christmas. Right. It came out in the summer. It was. It's yes. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, we can talk. Thank you, Brian. I'm <laughs> yeah, glad you yeah. feel that way. But my number one. I. I honestly. I don't think I heard this song until about 2020. It's from 1987. It's from. An Irish punk band, The Pogues. I think this is going to be shaky. Oh, I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> this is the, this song is tremendous. I'll give a little bit of background beforehand. There's uh, The Pogues, their lead singer, Shane McGowan, actually passed away about three weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I sent the guys a uh, link from his funeral of one of their great songs, Rainy Night in Soho, a performance of it that was just like, wow. It just like, it blew me away. Um, and then I listened to this song also, and it was... This funeral for Shane was, it was, I think it's what Shane would have wanted. There were people dancing in the aisles. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp was a pallbearer, his good friend, oh. Johnny Depp. Um, but the song is called Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues, and it features Christy McCall. If you want the background on this, there's a great one hour. If, if a song, if one song gets a one hour documentary, you know, it's a powerful song. Have I heard, I'm tells, anxious to hear this because I don't know if I, I don't, think i've heard this but maybe it, it starts off real slow so if you're going to fast forward a little bit at least you can start during the slow part maybe about the one minute part and then when it kicks in and that's how it was at the funeral when they kicked that part in that's when everybody was out of their pews and it was just the crowd was in a frenzy i'm reading the, the lyrics part. like it just said so happy christmas he does the, say it, happy christmas exactly at that, the one minute mark okay i, I love you baby 
Yeah, so that's still the slow part. So you can start around there, but this is my number one. It's, and you guys are going to, I don't know what your reactions will be. Not just my number one Christmas song, but one of my favorite oh, songs boy, I don't currently like in this. the world. Wow. I mean, all oh, time. One of the best go. songs I've ever here heard. Here we go. When all our dreams come true. Well, I like the Irish feel. It gets real Irish here when they got rivers of gold But the wind goes right through you It's no place for the old When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas, Christmas Eve You promised me Broadway was waiting for me You were handsome You were pretty queen of New York City When, when the, the band, band finished playing They held up for more Sinatra was swinging All the trunks they were singing We kissed on the corner Then danced Listen, I... I don't know about this being your number one Christmas song ever, but I do. I mean, I've now I'm, you know, I'm familiar with this for 20 seconds. I do like it. Now the next verse is if you're still the next verse has some controversial, some profanity in it. So yeah, and some things that are not acceptable now, but back then it I don't know if it was acceptable, but people used I, it. I, 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 I can see why you like that song. I I don't yeah, I don't know. And then Kirsty is the. Um, Kirsty, the one. female that sang on there, she um, she originally sang "They Don't Know" Tracy Ullman's "They Don't Know," and she oh, even really? appears on Tracy Mill, the part in Tracy Ullman's version because people love Kirsty's version so much. We're like, baby, yeah. that's actually Kirsty McCall. They oh, use really? her part of that. So I always thought that was so odd that Tracy Ullman was a comedian, and then all of a sudden she has this amazing yeah. <laughs> pop yeah. song. Where I get so, hell, Eddie Murphy did it. Well, when, so I guess over the last four years, I've really immersed myself in this song and the history of it. And, it's and I know st- you like a good Irish tune. I do. I do. It's and it's, Irish. A, it's a love story. It's a hate story, but it comes back. In. And I guess when I, when I saw one, it's like, it's because in the next verse is when they start yelling, kind of yelling at each other to go in the back and forth. It's kind of like what cri- every Christmas song is perfect and happy and everything a lot of households aren't always perfect and happy on Christmas morning. There's yelling and cussing and cursing, and that's no, that's a lot of people's normal on Christmas. Um, well, I just, luckily, I didn't, I didn't grow up like that. There's a lot of households where that is a normal Christmas morning. So to kind of get that part into it also. Yeah, someone, I think was, it took, someone just called somebody a bum, it looks like. <laughs> yes. You, yes, there's lots of, I, so. Oh, there's I, the I, part that didn't, well, there's the part that didn't uh, age well. Yes. So, but, and, and Shane would always get very, very upset when people would start leaving that part out. Um, kind of the, cause it's not, it, it was never correct to use it, but, um, anymore people don't yeah, use yeah, all yeah, that. Right, yeah. cause that's the way the song was written. He, he felt it should, and at his funeral, they sang it the way that he intended it to be saying. So, yeah. um, uh, real quick, I'm just going to say, yeah. uh, my, my honorable mentions was sleigh ride by the Ronettes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays by in sync. Like that song, a new one in my list, but didn't make my top 10 Santa. Tell me by Ariana Grande. Like it's Christmas. Jonah brothers. You make it feel like Christmas. Stefani and Shelton. Hey, Santa by the Wilson sisters. And Christmas is time to say I love you by Billy Squire. So those are the ones that barely missed my list. I had a couple honorable mentions: the Christmas all over again, Tom Petty. I thought that was a real good oh, one. Oh, I like, forgot about that song. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. Um, a classic, Oh Christmas Tree by Aretha Franklin. It's on that very special Christmas volume two that I really enjoyed. So yeah. that's a couple of my honorable mentions. A few I had that I weren't on my sleigh ride was on someone else's list. I had that number eleven as I talked about. Um, oh come all ye faithful, any version, love it was it, was in my top ten, but got got pushed down a little bit. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, um, especially uh, the especially the Burl Ivy's version. Yes, oh, yeah. um, from the cartoon. So no one mentioned Jingle Bell Rock. I mean. Uh, no. Adam Sandler mentions it in his yeah. Uh, yeah, song, um, but uh, Jingle Bell Rock, I think it's Helms that sings that. It's uh, but it was nearly made my list. But um, yeah, so so many good ones out there, and a lot of you ones you mentioned I didn't consider, but I'm going to add them to my list there. So that was fun. So um, hopefully, hopefully over the next few days, people will have listen to some of these songs they never heard before. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, well, 
And we can kind of bump this episode up every year. We can kind of remind people, hey, next December, you know, when well, you're we, trying. Listen, the way Gary's list changed beti- between the time he gave it to <laughs> we me. We might do a new one every year. That <laughs> yeah, would be interesting we, to see how, how things how move up change. and down each year. Gary changed go. his list since he sent it to me. You sent me like six different lists. <laughs> and I know I changed mine at least three times. So, yeah, by next year, they help, they may all be different. I don't know. But this podcast brought to you by... People's State Bank, Tyler Griffith's Pizza House, and Andrew's Insurance Agency. And, guys, this was fun. We got another episode coming up next week, should we say, or just surprise them? Nope, let's surprise them next week. Not going to tease it. So, on behalf of all these guys, David King, Gary Emmons, Chip Jamerson, they write, produce, direct. Um, Is there anything else we do? Star... Star oh, in yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening this year. Yeah, it's been Not a been really. a good year. We'll wrap up the year next week with a a very special episode. Yes. Happy Christmas, everybody. Yeah. 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 Happy Christmas as the Pogues and John Lennon say. That's right. Let's go white. It's the right. To rock the night away